0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Disney Plus or Minus Podcast Quarantine Edition Part Dose.
1: Yes. Hi, I'm Danielle.
0: Uh, I'm Natalie. And I'm going to say, even though this wasn't a prompt that we asked for, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I'm most excited about for this uh, podcast, which is having the thoughts that I constantly am hearing in my head because I have no one to talk to out loud. So I'm just actually going to be communicating the things that are
1: swimming around in my head. (laughs) out loud I had no idea where you were going with that and I was like what is she saying and now I'm like oh she just is excited to talk to another human
0: uh the thing is I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now the things that are swimming around in my head for the last week and a half since we've last recorded I truly some of them I don't know where they came from and if they come out they come out and I don't know how it's gonna sound but like
1: you know we're in quarantine
0: it's it'd be like
1: that i think there's a lot of passes at this moment in time that we just have to forgive ourselves and other people have to forgive us for because lord knows times are hard so i have no idea time's what anything the hard. my time's choice the hard. was my
0: choice was it be like that and i thought it you does were going like to go that. the same oh, i'm sorry yeah
1: um fun fact i, I don't actually, know if you um, nope i'm in the middle of a fun <laughs> fact right here um if you could please stop what he thought <laughs> fun fact um was it for my birthday or for Christmas? I don't know. One time Natalie got me a gift and it's a mug that says, uh, studies have shown that it do be like that sometimes. (laughs) And it's one of the best mugs I own and I own a lot of mugs.
0: So there you go. I pictured the mug before when I said it. So
1: that's good. Perfect. I completely (laughs) forgot what I was going to say. Good. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. How um, has your last week and a half been uh, since we last spoke of quarantine? This is a, since we last spoke, I speak to you every five minutes. I guess I meant <laughs> since we last spoke on Lay Podcast. <laughs> um, You're right. We been do been speak. It's
0: been good. All the time. <laughs> it's been good. I like I said. I feel like I've been thriving. Danielle sent out a Instagram poll recently, which said, if you, if you could describe yourself (laughs) as any egg right now, what are you? And I said, I was a sunny side up egg because I feel like I'm thriving. Yeah. And I realized though, the correlation is when it's nice out, I am thriving. And when it's raining, I truly feel like that baby, like soul thing of Voldemort from the last episode (laughs) when he's like in like purgatory or whatever it is,
1: this station with Dumbledore. Oh, my God. Oh, trust me. (laughs) All you had to say was baby Voldemort, (laughs) and I knew exactly which one you were talking about. (laughs) That's
0: what I feel like when it's raining outside. But when it's sunny, I feel like a sunny side up egg.
1: So Wow. um, The two spectrums of emotion. Thank you. Can I say one (laughs) thing?
0: Because I realized I didn't mention this in the last podcast. I finished the whole
1: series and all the movies. Oh, my God. So that's
0: where that came from.
1: I don't even know. How do you feel? How was it?
0: Um, honestly, so much happened at the end. But for the most part, it was stuff that I saw coming the stuff with the elder wand and who it belonged to. I understood what they were saying. But I didn't think that because I didn't catch Mm -hmm. that, like it belonged to like, who defeated that wizard or whatever. But that was Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Um, I you know what I didn't like, though, there were a lot of I mean, this has been in all the movies. But in the last one, in particular, there were a lot of things that didn't happen in the book that they did in the movie, and vice versa.
1: Oh, and give us like, an example because I, hot take, never uh read the books. Yikes! Yeah, um, but so, I only saw the movies. So tell
0: us. Um, so one example was that at the end, Harry in the movie he breaks the Elder Wand because he doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. But in the book, he says he's going to leave it in what its old resting place was, which I assume is in Dumbledore's tomb. So those oh. are very different.
1: Those are very different.
0: Yeah um another difference is (laughs) i texted you about this (laughs) i know because in the movie crab or goyle i don't know which one of them they just replace swap them (laughs) this actor with a different actor and say nothing about it and because they change the actor then they also have to change who dies and also they have to change who starts the fire so that's kind of weird
1: yeah i had no idea (laughs)
0: Yeah. You were so, asking me
1: questions and I was like, I don't, I don't understand. I literally like Google. I, I, like, like, <laughs> I was like, why did they do this? I was like, why did they do this?
0: Also another thing, and this is the last thing I'll say on this. Um, I said this to you from the first book, but I feel like I am a Ravenclaw.
1: Mm-hmm. 100, yes.
0: hundred percent. You're like, it's like and for sure now. It, it's it's, it's always been for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> for certain. I just am. And in the last book, there's a whole part at the end where they're trying to find the crown, the diadem, right? Is that what it's called? Sure. <laughs> and uh, they like go into the Ravenclaw room and mm-hmm. you know how to get into the Gryffindor room, you have to say the password to the, to the fat lady. In the Ravenclaw room, you have to like answer like a question mm-hmm. and they don't do that in the movie. Oh, and so I was and like, that upset oh, that's you. so, qu- it upset me because I was like, this is so important for Ravenclaw. Like they have to like think logically to get yeah. into, to
1: go to sleep at <laughs> Such night. A like, I love thing. it. <laughs> right? It's like a quick puzzle before yeah, you go like somewhere. A, like a little
0: brain <laughs> teaser. Brain teaser. Just a little little, 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 nice
1: time brain teaser. All right. <laughs> like anyway. <a> midnight, <laughs> midnight brain teaser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. I've talked enough about Harry Potter. <laughs> um, hey, the people need to know. They've been uh, on this journey with you for since the start. Exactly. Right? It's over wow. now. I will make sure to keep it going.
0: Speaking of fun facts, by the way, can you please read the fun fact that we just received? Absolutely. I would be truly honored. So while she's pulling that up, we have a lovely fan who said that she loves the show and messaged us on Instagram and sent us a fun fact, which we want to share with you because it's something that came up in one of our in our uh, Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff podcast,
1: you almost said "Ed, Ed, and Eddie," which I did have been a no. much different podcast. You know, you know what? Actually,
0: you rude person, I actually just stuttered. Oh, and you I'm thought so it was so me funny. saying "Ed, Ed, and Eddie," but it was
1: just a stutter. I'm so sorry i thought you had ed ed and eddie on the brain which i usually yeah no it's like it's not a it's not a speech
0: stutter it's like it's one of those stutters when your brain is so far ahead of your mouth that Mm -hmm. your
1: mouth gets confused yeah so that makes anyway well i apologize can you (laughs) (laughs) um yes i I can read read (laughs) the lovely um fun fact so um this instagram user thunderpunks Um, told us that. So if you remember in the Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off episode, we talked about Bridget and how we were so confused by her accent. And we were like, where is this girl from? Where are they trying to say she's from? Um, And uh, this... Fan told us that the actress that played Bridget is from New Zealand. And so the accent that we were hearing was her trying to mask her Kiwi accent at an American with an American one and doing a horrible job, (laughs) Um, which I just thought was like the funniest thing.
0: And now that we know that, that actually makes perfect sense to me because now I can hear it.
1: Like now yeah. I can hear it for sure. Exactly. Like I, it kind of seemed like she was. I mean, what did I think we said? Like Northern European or something like that when we guessed. Yeah. Um, but that kind of makes sense. Like she was trying, because cause it, 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 felt like it was there sometimes and then wasn't there sometimes. You know. Um. So like. I guess, yeah, I guess that makes sense that she was just trying to cover it up, but it was yeah. not, not done well, but I, I really that. appreciated that fun fact. So I, I really did too. Send, send us more fun facts if you've got them. Also, in case you didn't know, now, you know, people from New Zealand are called kiwis.
0: And the reason for that is because their, their national bird is the kiwi. That mm. I did know.
1: Hmm. Mm. Good for Fun you. fact for me. Um, did I teach you that? I don't think so. No. <laughs> Do you, are you the resident New Zealand information person? I learned that when I was in New Zealand. Oh, well, I've never been there, but I still knew it. That's awesome. Thanks. Good for you.
0: Thank you. All right. So enough (laughs) intro,
1: please. (laughs) See, this is all the quarantine held in thoughts that are spewing out. I can't help it. Also like, yes, we talk like every day, but it's been mostly texting. So I feel like, and lots of memes, all the memes. So I feel like we don't have. The the, like face to face time to really just like get it all out. So, this is is our platform to do that on. So, welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining Um, us. Okay.
0: So, the movie that we chose, actually, Danielle chose, and I was so freaking psyched is The Poof Point. Poof Point. Okay. So, The Poof Point, initial release September 14th, 2001. Um, The genre is coming of age science fiction and comedy. It's an hour and 19 minutes. Minutes, although I wish it was so much longer. Same. Its score on Rotten Tomatoes infuriates me to my core. Thirty <laughs> percent. Who the hell are these people that are? I don't know. It, it clearly, was clearly they have no sense of uh,
1: artistic talent and filmography. No, they don't. They have such bad taste. It's horrendous. I can't even. <sighs> I'm upset by it. All um, right, what Disney Plus says? Go. Yes, they say that. The poof point is about two teenage siblings must save the lives of their inventor parents after a time machine experiment goes awry and they become younger versions of themselves. A beautiful explanation. Loved it. Um, All right. My pre-movie thoughts.
0: So I said, I remember the parents riding on scooters in the house and blowing bubbles in their milkshake and thinking it was so funny. I remember thinking the milkshake scene was hysterical. And I remember at home we had like the crazy straws that twisted all over. And I'm pretty sure I like used one in my water cup at that time just to blow bubbles too. I said, I don't remember anything about how they saved their parents, but I know I enjoyed it. And because I thought this movie was so hysterical, I'm interested in remembering what funny meant to me when I was seven.
1: Hot twist, it's the same thing as it's when same thing thing because I thought it was hysterical. I'm 26, I know. Dude. I'm sorry, but I'm not. So I didn't want to lie to the people. <sighs> you're just because you're an old fart, okay? No, quarter life crisis. Seriously. What? Um, I said that any movie with Taj Maori is going to be a good one. Mm. Um, but I also knew that I definitely mixed this one up in my head with 17 again. Oh. Not the Zac Efron version, but the Tia Mowry version. Um. Right. So like, that's the one where their mm-hmm. parents like turn into 17 year olds. So like similar plot lines. So I knew that I mixed them up in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still knew that I really, really enjoyed this one. So again, I was really upset by that 30% Rotten Tomato score. I felt like it was a very inaccurate read on this movie because, mm-hmm. despite remembering not that much about this movie, I knew that I loved it and that it was a good one. Yeah. Um, and as soon as, also as soon as we started watching, or I started watching, as soon watching, as it starts, I everything like rushed back to me for the most <laughs> part. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember this. Like,
0: yeah. As soon as it started, I remembered how math heavy the movie was, which. I don't think at age seven that's why I enjoyed it, but I was like, oh, I'm going to love this because it starts and Taj Maori is talking in front of a blackboard
1: with like derivatives and integrals on the back. And I was like, yes. Yes, yes. I love that so much. I love that just in general, there was like a narration throughout the movie of yeah. Taj <laughs> we'd like, like popping in yeah. at like times <laughs> and We'd like matter. check back in. He'd be like, so uh, just to catch you up. And he'd just like fill you in on what was happening, which was I don't cute. know. It's like a weird artistic uh, choice, but I loved it. Yeah, it was cute.
0: Um, so, anyway, so it opens with that, and then they go into their house, right? And their house is so high tech, um, which I thought that part wasn't really I'm necessary. Sorry. sorry. I have to, okay.
1: I have to <laughs> pause us for one second because obviously you all can't see this right now, but Natalie just nonchalantly threw on a pair of um, uh, fake eyeglasses that have these inch long eyelashes coming out the tops of them. Okay.
0: I have two things to say on this. Okay, one, I am wearing these glasses right now. Maybe I'll post a picture of them on Instagram. They're hot pink and they have very long eyelashes coming from them. I have two things to say about this. One, I wore these in a Zoom meeting at work very recently. No one noticed. And two, (laughs) on my time hop literally today, dude, they came up because we bought them two years ago on the way to Virginia Beach at a Walmart. And so I'm, I'm sitting recording or you're recording or someone's recording and <laughs> I hope someone's um, recording and you say, dude, what the F happened to your eyelashes? And I was like, I don't know. I got these at Walmart. They were two dollars. And then you're like, yeah, but why are the eye- why are the eyelashes messed up? And it's just really a funny wow. it's a funny video. I'll
1: send it to I you love later. It. Please I want to see because I don't really recall that video, but it's
0: um funny. I actually did because of the way that I'm sitting in it. It's like so awkward that I remember watching it. But anyway, so I'm wearing these and I'm going to wear them for the rest, for the duration of this podcast. I love it. Um,
1: Okay. Sorry. Now we can jump back in. So please continue.
0: So they are in their house and their house is super high tech. Like they like put ingredients into this machine and it like makes the meal for them and whatever, because we find out their parents are these genius scientists, genius, genius, right? And we find out that today is the kid's graduation. They're graduating from eighth grade. Taj skipped a grade. Um, Mm -hmm. So they're in the same year, him and his sister, um, and they basically express, the kids express, like, that they're, like, they don't think they're, like, quote, a normal family because their parents are, like, these nerd scientists and, like, they can't connect with their parents as well as other people because, like, their parents are so academic and, like, don't care about their
1: personal lives. Cut to the family across the street <laughs> that they think God, you this up. are "quote unquote" normal. Um, they are the cooks. Um, it's just parents and the daughter Lizzie. And the first time we see the cooks, they are all wearing some sort of matching outfits. Like they all have like light blue sweaters on with khakis. And I'm like, oh, this is the family you want to be like. This weird ass family um, that's all matching. Yeah, in case you
0: couldn't tell they're white. Also, <laughs> um. I'm I love that that's what you recognized about the first scene they showed the Cooks cuz I recognized something totally different which is the dad is outside cleaning the car and the mom and the sister or the mom and the daughter come out with a plate of toast and they give it to the dad. And I'm like this is normal? You just come and give the dad come toast? Bringing toast outside? I didn't even I didn't even notice the matching outfits. I only noticed the toast. I'm really glad uh, that we noticed two different things about that.
1: And again, this is the quote-unquote normal family. So, right. we'll I'll I'll talk about the cooks again yeah, throughout this movie. <laughs> so anyway, so now we go into the basement which is basically
0: like the parents science experiment center. What's that called? Mm-hmm. Lab. Yes, a lab. And <laughs> they're trying to create a time machine essentially. And they start spewing all of these different numbers and formulas because they're trying to program it and they want to like test it on these fish, Mm -hmm. right? And so this is where we get to, I'm not going to even call this the math bust. I just want to talk about some of the math here. Um, So they start yelling things. They're like V squared, X squared, delta X times 2T, D of T plus T prime, K from uh K to T prime to T actual times the speed of light times two T times D to the uh times D of X times G prime. I wrote it all down. X you times did. T prime. And I was like, oh my God, they're just spewing random crap, which is probably what I thought when I was seven. And then I'm looking back on it and I'm like, no, every single thing, I mean not that I know what they're punching in or how you can travel back in time, but every single you don't thing know that, that they <laughs> but every single <laughs>
1: That's funny. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um, every single thing that they're saying could actually mathematically make sense, right? V for velocity, X for distance, T for time. They're using the derivative for the change in time or yeah. change in distance. They're using functions, right? F of T to show
1: distance in relation to time or whatever. Um so it actually all ma- could have made sense. It made sense. It wasn't just like random letters and numbers that they were throwing out that were just right. like, we're going to pretend to know things. It was like they actually put like there was someone there that they're like, do you, do you know math? And they asked them, yeah. like, what are some math things we can write down that would make sense? And they They just, were like, did you take at least Calc 1? Good. You're in. Good. It. Excellent. This is our That's math uh, person for the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Perfect.
0: But anyway, so they start so, spewing those mm-hmm. numbers. And I'm talking too
1: much. That's okay. I was just going to say that um, during this, they're like punching in all this stuff, right? And then something along the lines of like some butterfly effect shit happens um, where their dog, Einstein, is like chasing around this cockroach on the floor. Which is like, yuck. Um, And in the midst of this, some stuff happens where he like bumps into something. And then the, oh God, what is the name of it? What is the name of it? What is the name of the part? something modulator (sighs) who cares i care oh they say it so many times the something modulator pops out of the machine um which is clearly a vital part and einstein picks it up thinking it's a toy and just puts it with all of his toys in his bed and he walks away and i'm like oh no like something terrible is about to happen just because that one little cockroach crawled across the floor um and the parents didn't realize they're over there like shoe and einstein away typing in their numbers and um Then they very adorably press enter together, which I thought was so cute. And um, then they are (laughs) are freaking goals. They are goals. The vector modulator is that it. Um, that sounds right. That's it. That's it. Okay. Well, don't ask if you know. (laughs) I wasn't sure, but then as I kept reading, I okay, cool. Um, yes, the vector modulator. Um, so yeah, so they press the button, a lot of stuff happens. It like, is the machines reading about the two goldfish that they put in the machine. Did we say that there was goldfish in the machine? Uh, I said fish. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't remember. I'm sorry. Um, lots of things going on in this head right so now. Many things. So many things. Um, and it's like, cool. We've got two fish. It identifies like the species. It says one male, one female. And then it says error. Something goes wrong and the fish are still there. And Cue
0: the mom who's like, how could this possibly have not worked? And I'm like, <laughs> you're so shocked that your time travel machine, there's a chance it didn't work. Like, I mean, go yeah. you. She like- did all the calculations. Okay. But anyway, so um, also, I, I just wanted to say, because I had said the parents are goals. That's going to come up later. But like every time they interact, I'm just like, these people are goals.
1: I love them. I really enjoyed them a lot. Um, So anyway, they're like really upset it didn't work, but they like look at their watches and they're like, Oh, no, we have to go get ready for the graduation and they like run upstairs and next we see one the entire family like in the same room getting ready together which is also adorable there's just i just really enjoy this yeah. family as a whole they're cute but like
0: but like this sister i can't remember
1: oh marie marie she's
0: like um hey showing photos of her friends and like practicing the names and i was like oh mm-hmm. it's really sad that like her parents don't know any of her friends it
1: is really sad that and is, then yes, that part was yeah it was not fun for them i also then, sorry <laughs> i ahead. thought it was really silly how she had a polaroid also not only of her friends but of her Worst enemy, as well. Yeah. Well, she was like, This girl is my must. worst enemy. I'm like, how'd you get the picture of her? I must. <laughs> anyway, um, continue. Also,
0: then Eddie is like playing music, and his dad's like, Can you turn down that irritating noise you call music? And I was like, That is literally my father. <laughs> literally. Like, uh, anytime we get in the car, the first thing he does is turn the radio all the way down, but like, he'll turn the knob like, 10 times more than you would have to have it on volume zero like he'll just keep turning it just so there's it no so music much. playing he just <laughs> hates music period but like Aww. especially rap like he's like that's not music like just when the dad it's said noise. that like when the dad said that I was like holy crap this is my dad and there were several more times where the same thing happened so that's so funny
1: I yeah love that. um so once they're all ready, they're in the car and they're going to the graduation and the kids are still trying to like prep their parents to like talk to other people and like giving them topics. And these are just some some fun things um, that I pulled from that conversation. Uh, Eddie told his parents to talk about the stock market because the stock market <laughs> is cool. I was like, uh, weird, weird idea, but OK. Then he said to talk about the Lakers. And I just thought, rip Kobe, rip Kobe. Rip. rip um and then he said do you even know who Lil bow wow is and that also got me because like wow it's 2001 and little yeah. bow wow is like the standard for music which i love also at this time they zoom back to
0: the fish in the lab and the fish like start getting younger and younger and they're like poof point one minute away poof point and reached and then the fish disappear so they showed that they were getting younger 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 and then eventually they disappeared and then they say nothing else and they jump back to the graduation and they call edison newton across the stage and i'm like they would classic and they call marie curie across the stage and i'm like they would yep I like, of course it.
1: of course and their dog einstein like they really they went all out with every single name they possibly could. I loved it. I loved it. Um, sad thing during this though, is while both Eddie and Marie are walking across stage, parents aren't looking and they're just like on their laptops trying to figure this shit out, which is sad. Um, anyway, then they're talking to like other parents and other friends and stuff. And (laughs) the dad asks, so kids, are you elated about the summer equinox? And I thought, I am elated about the summer equinox like if there's something i'm elated about it's a fucking equinox especially the summer equinox longest day of the year uh so wait yeah. summer equinox equinox doesn't make sense for that time it should be solstice i have no idea i know this for a fact the winter ones are and the summer ones Maybe are solstices. he was testing them oh my god Seems in the spring like be the type this is inaccurate oh god i'm so upset now wait, no, I was he so was probably testing
0: it. them he'd be the type
1: he would be the type. All right, he was. Or maybe them he was intentionally getting it. it wrong to try to relate to people who don't to know. Seemed fa- that he facts. was cool. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay.
0: All right. Fine. So, cut to like the parents are like trying to relate to other parents. The other parents are like, "You're a nerd," like, which is so weird for adults to be doing. So weird. And then we cut to the dad who's just starting to explain things to people that no one asked for, <laughs> which again, <laughs> my father. Which is like, I'll just be with my friends and he'll just come in and just start explaining something to you that you didn't ask for him to explain. It's true. And he'll just talk and no one needs to respond or acknowledge. And he'll just keep going and explaining it. I love it. And no one asked and and no one pressed further. (laughs) And in this case, he's explaining how you can refract light off of glasses to start a fire. And he does start a fire, he lights the tassels that the principal is wearing on fire. And it's a whole big thing and the kids are so embarrassed, but it actually becomes not a big deal in the movie and we cut back to their at the lab.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the end of that. They were just like, everyone went home <laughs> and right. it's fine that you set the principal's hat on fire. It's all okay. It's basically just the kids are freaking mortified. Yeah. Which um, like same. Yeah. Can relate. And then, so yeah, we're home and they go back downstairs to the lab, question mark? Yeah. They want to try it on themselves because they see the fish disappeared. So they're like,
0: they must have gone back in time. Right. And they're like,
1: well, they actually- Well, they don't. Yeah. No, they don't try it on themselves. They notice the fish are gone and they're like, where did the fish go? Um, They think they went back in time. And then they like, uh, quote unquote, readjust some stuff and And put in two new fish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the mom gets caught in the machine- and then Which the dad I thought, goes to try to save her. Like, lab safety 101, like stand far away from the, the sparky machine that you're trying to yeah. send things back in time with, like, come on, get, get with it, mom."
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but anyway, yeah, the, the mom gets caught in it, the dad goes and tries to save her, and they're all caught up in this, this time machine mess. So the um, machine starts analyzing them and I had to laugh
0: because the machine goes, ages 40 and 40. And do you know what my first thought
1: was? How You you were just saying this recently. Yes. Do you know what I'm about to say? Yeah. How yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. When I was little, <laughs> I thought that your parents had to be the same age yeah. um, because my parents were the same age. They were born in the same year, only like a couple months apart and they were always the same age. So I always thought your parents had to be the same age. And so when I started to to find out like later on in life, I guess when I was in like middle school, when you like really notice these things that people's parents were different ages, I was like, wait, what? Like they can be different ages. Like just, I like, saw that and I
0: had to blew laugh. My mind. I thought of you immediately. So
1: thank you. Thank you yeah. for remembering my
0: <laughs> um, silly thoughts. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so the parents get caught in the machine and then it de-ages them and now they're 21. And I'm like, they get to be 21. Dope. Love that for them. Love that for them. Um, And so they come out of the machine and basically they're, they know everything that they knew when they were 21. They don't know anything that happened in the 19 years after that. So they don't know their children. They, all they know is they just got married and the children come down and the mom's like, no, you're trying to trick us. Like someone put you up to this, like grandma put you up to this. She doesn't call it grandma, but grandma.
1: But then they were like, no, grandma's at the Mahjong tournament in Sacramento, <laughs> which I thought was just a fun little aside. I oh. thought it was so silly. And
0: the mom said something that I stan, which is, um, no, 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 I can't have children. We're not going to get, I w- I'm not going to have children until I finish my doctorate. Yes. I was like, that is as responsible as fuck. I love that. But then I was also thinking, and again, not a math bus, but just something mathematical. I realized if they're 40 and the kids are 14, And she truly didn't have kids until she got her doctorate. I mean, she got her doctorate by the time she was 26 or 25, technically, I guess, Mm -hmm. which like good for you.
1: I was going to say, honestly, they were so smart. Yeah, no, they they, could have skipped grades. They could have done it in probably a short amount of time. Yeah. It's not like unthinkable. It's not likely, but it's, it's definitely just, it wouldn't have to mean they were right. Which they were, so which they were exactly
0: Um, Um, so then like the kids are trying to convince the parents that they are actually 40 and they're like, no, we're not look at us in the mirror. And they look in the mirror and I got like serious Austin Powers
1: vibes. Oh God. Yeah. They were dressed like they were in the gold members. Literally like this, like velour blue blazer and like the white puffy sleeves. Like it was, yeah, it was basically Austin Powers. And I believe Norton described them as slamboyant. (laughs) Right, Norton is the dad. I don't think yes, you said that Sorry, yet. Norton and Marigold are the parents. Yes, um, Norton and Marigold. Cute names. Um, so now
0: we get up to the parents finally believe it because the kids showed photos of them on vacation. And they're like, all right, so we got to figure out what the heck happened because there's this thing called the poof point and we need to figure out like how to fix it before the poof point happens. And so then they try to calculate how long they have until the poof point, right? Yes. And for this, I think this brings us to our math bust. Math
1: bust. Yes. Um, Y'all take it away. Thank you. It's time for math busters. So um, at some point in time, the parents come upstairs and they're like, we have some good news and some bad news. Like good news, we figured out that like basically what's happening and like we're Going to try and figure it out. Bad news, like we calculated how much time we have left. Um, And they basically said at this point, it was like unclear what time of day it was. I think it was sometime in the evening. They said that they had until 6 p.m. the next day. And then, like, within the next scene or two we cut to a giant timer that's like timer to poof point and it says 17 hours 50 minutes and 26 seconds um so i thought wow that's wildly specific and i wanted to see how accurate their calculations were because they actually tell us how they calculated it they said that they took the lifespan of the goldfish, um, scaled it basically to the lifespan of the human and figured out how long it would be before the humans poofed uh, based on how long it took for the goldfish to poof.
0: And I loved that they said that because we've used that scaling proportional math in several of our math bus before. So I was like,
1: yes, I love that they use the type of math that we've used. Validation. Um, But it's necessary
0: to confirm their
1: work. Exactly, Um, and I must admit, I did do some estimating here. There's some things that aren't exact. Um, Obviously, mathematics in the real world never is. It's never is. You know, it's all an estimate. Um, So these are some things that that I had to think about. So one, the original age of the goldfish wasn't given, um, but I did find the average lifespan of a goldfish, which is ten to fifteen years. If you didn't know that. Right. Fun fact: I have a goldfish in my uh, birth home right now, or two goldfish that my niece got at a fair when she was like three or four. She is nine now, and they are thriving. Wow. They're huge, and they like love life. So wow. I guess there you go. So lifespan Good of goldfish, them. right? Ten to fifteen years, which I uh, estimated to thirteen years later on in this uh, calculation. Um, they so in basically in the context of the movie. I, almost as soon as the parents went upstairs to go get ready for the graduation, which was like right after they had pressed enter, they almost immediately de-aged to two months, the goldfish, like as soon as they went upstairs. So I was like very quick. Mm-hmm. And then um, in that time span until they they poof away, we see the parents and all the kids getting ready for the graduation, driving to the graduation, and then... The next scene is the goldfish poofing away and then we jump back to the graduation. So it's kind of unclear how much time has passed. I thought that two hours max had passed because they maybe took like an hour to get ready for the graduation. And then they were in the graduation like ceremony of some amount of time. So I estimated two hours to start out with. And then I had to look up the human life expectancy, which I looked it up in 2001 when this movie was made because it's probably different now. Nice, Yes, accurate, Um, which was 77.2 years for an adult in the United States. So basically, um, at this point, I had all the information I needed. I just needed to set up a proportion of the goldfish life expectancy to the goldfish proof point um, and set that equal to the human life expectancy to find the human proof point. So I uh, converted everything into hours. so for the goldfish, my life expectancy was 13 years, which was one hundred thirteen thousand eight hundred and eighty hours. And then I did that for the humans as well, which was like over six hundred thousand hours. And then I did some possible nice, so much time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. so much time so much time. Um, and then after I did that, I found that estimating that the goldfish poof point happened in two hours, that gave the humans roughly 12 hours. And I was like, mm, all right, that's a little off. So I thought, I said, okay, maybe they didn't show us everything. I gave them another hour. I gave the goldfish one more hour just because we were like deep into the graduation ceremony. Those things Mm -hmm. can be long. So I made it three hours. And when I made it three hours, the human time to poof point came out to 17.8, which is roughly 17 hours and 50 minutes. I was like, wow, that is the exact time they gave. I'm telling you, they definitely (laughs) did it. With right? three hours. Like they must they, have. I'm they had someone on staff just to be their Ooh, like mathematical, mathematical check, like throughout like, the entire movie this, I'm
0: like banging I love it. on my desk. Like, how did this get thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> I don't fools, understand. Fools. The accurate, I tell you.
1: Oh God. So I wanna cough, but I don't because corona, I have to cough. Okay. Okay. So this has been math confirmed and with math with confirmed, lead, confirmed with love like, to i am see it. stoked about this You math love confirmation. to see
0: it you love to see it all right so anyway so now that, that we know their back. mathematics is all correct and everything makes sense in the entire movie especially the, the de-aging piece mm-hmm. um now they know how much time they have and they were t- finally starting to figure out some of the mathematics right and I felt so anxious about the fact that they were so close. And I was like, shit, I know what's about to happen. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. And then, boom, they de-age. And mm-hmm. they're 14. And I was like,
1: oh, ugh, Like a blow like, to the heart. Just, they just
0: lost all the math that they had learned in those seven years of their life. Yep. So they almost had it. They had it figured out. And
1: then they de-age. So now they're 14. And they have to like re-explain what's going on. Like these right. fourteen-year-olds have no idea. Like it's literally just like back to like memory at age. It's 14. like the movie Fifty First Dates with Adam Sandler. Literally, like yeah. But every single time, yes. But it's a, so, a little different
0: situation. Here's my thing. This is where I think the thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes came from because the parents, and specifically the mom, I think are very bad at acting like 14 year olds Mm, i think they were acting more like seven or eight year olds when they were supposed to be 14 right so what they were trying to show this whole time was at this point the parents actually knew each other when they were 14 we find out that they basically knew each other their whole lives and they're basically trying to say that at 14 they like kind of had a crush on each other but didn't really know how to deal with it because the way 14. it comes right, but the way it comes out from the mom is like an eight year old. She's like, But why is he doing that? And I can't do that, like, like a, a little, little too whiny,
1: yeah, right. it's like definitely too, too whiny, right?
0: So, that's where I feel like that may have come from because I think that they, they she at least, didn't understand how to act that age. I was like, I work with 12 year olds all day and they're significantly more mature than this socially. <laughs> um, that makes sense, so also. Then we start finding out things about the parents that that make them start bonding with their kid. Yes. Right? Like, the dad is insane on the electric guitar at 14, mind you. Yeah. And Eddie, like, plays the guitar, so they start, like, jamming together and bonding for the first time. And you could see in Eddie's face, he's like, oh, my God, my dad was cool.
1: Yeah, he loves it. He thinks it's, like, the... Mm most amazing thing ever which it is it's very cool and then the mom and marie um start talking basically about like their her boy troubles um and one thing that the mom said here that i also loved was that she said that she wasn't going to dumb herself down uh for any boy and i was like yes marigold even at 14 she had that like yes attitude Mm -hmm. um but yeah they were talking about like how you can feel so lost as a teenager and Marie's like wow like you do understand how I feel you like you were 14 once and they hug and it's really cute um yeah also
0: something we forgot to mention previously is at the graduation Eddie snags an audition for a high school band Snags (laughs) Snags. a high school band that he really wanted to be in Mm -hmm. and the audition is now the present day at 3 p.m so the he's like trying to help the parents and he's like oh my god my audition is at three and the sister's like who cares about your audition i'm like seriously actually who cares who cares cares? um but then this gave me a memory of potentially the dad like helping him or encouraging him with it or something um
1: but yeah yeah i mean it makes sense because like they get to jam together and play together at some point um but yeah, it's very silly um, yeah. that he's even caring about this.
0: So there's a lot um, of, like, silly stuff that happens. Like, you, the parents are starting to get a crush on each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, but for whatever reason, then the parents, like, run away together to try to do something that's going to help them figure out
1: the poof point. Right. I think they just wanted to go. I think they wanted to go to um, what's his name? Norton's house. But, like, they were in his house. I think they were, like, trying. He was, like, trying to, like, go somewhere, but, like, was getting lost because he didn't. Oh, I thought they
0: were doing it to find something. I don't know what they were possibly finding. Whatever. Whatever. They were doing something. So they go. And then Marie and Eddie are like, crap, we have to go find our parents. So they start searching. And Marie runs into those neighbors, the cooks across the street. Oh, yes. And ends up in their house because they're trying to complain about the parents. She's like, now's not the time. You can't complain about my parents to me right now. She goes in their house and the mom's like, look at this thing they destroyed from that experiment and this thing they destroyed from that experiment. And I'm like, wow, there's truly nothing i give a crap about less than this rich white woman's <laughs> small destructions to like her home. her boss
1: breaking, like, oh, I don't care. And then care. the dad
0: says, and I quote, and apparently we're not the only ones in this neighborhood losing patience with your parents and i'm like the nerve to say that to a child i was gonna say this girl's like
1: 14 like why are you putting all this on her hell and then i have i
0: have so many more feelings coming up about things that they say later yeah
1: we'll get to it we'll get to that um while they the parents were like out and about um two things i want to note one Norton makes a comment about a Razor scooter he like picks it up and he's just like whoa why does your skateboard have handles and that just led <laughs> me to the question was was Norton a bruh oh he must have been a bruh. he must have oh been my god, oh my god wait, wait,
0: wait. yeah this is god. sorry guys another guys, really guys who are really listening. important how did I forget <laughs> In fact that you asked that um so um we on hold on, let me just get the exact information here because I don't. Okay. So on March 3rd, we DM Brandon Baker, the star get from type. Tsunami. To <laughs> and we said, hi, Brandon, we're collecting important info for our podcast here. We know Johnny is a bra, but what are you? And then we sent the meme we made with the surfboard, skateboard, and um, snowboard of bra, bra, brah. So good. And on March, 25th, he answered. So clearly he's on Instagram at least once every three weeks. (laughs) And he said, ha ha ha, this is great. I'm a brat and a bruh, though not opposed to the occasional relaxing bra. So there you have it, folks. (laughs) While Johnny Tsunami is a bra, Brandon Baker is a brat and a bruh.
1: So interesting. This is extremely important information. I loved it.
0: Extremely important information. It was so great to hear from And of course, we thanked him so much for, you know, answering and uh, indulging us in that way.
1: It was fantastic. Incredible. Very important. Can't believe we didn't leave with that. I, I I completely forgot about it because I'm
0: freaking quarantined. <laughs> I
1: know a lot has happened since then.
0: Anyway, what the so hell are anyway, we even
1: talking about? I was I talking about Norton was... possibly being a bruh, and then oh, him right. and okay. Marigold are riding around on their tandem bike. That's right. They're that's riding what's around <laughs> on their their bicycle built for two with
0: a flag off the back that says "I our, I I love science." science. Yeah, it's amazing. Adorable. Love it. Um. So then, the basically, you know, the dad is like playing around on the bike and he has like all these tricks and stuff and the He's eddie cool. and eddie and norton are bonding even more right we get back to the house Hold all these on. what really
1: important stuff before we get back to the house well marigold is at the diner sulking in her milkshake oh
0: my god yes so Why didn't i write that oh i skipped my orders messed have- up anyway so That's wait okay Then, hold on. Then
1: this happened before. No, wait. No, It's right under your I love science comment. Um, So there's the diner and Marigold's chilling there really, really sad because she's a 14-year-old girl who's, like, angry at the world, like, crying into her milkshake. And this girl um approaches her and she's just like and like she like can tell that it's marie's mom and she recognizes her. she's like hey like miss bauer is their last name bauer yeah okay she's like hey mrs bauer and she was just like <laughs> call me marigold or like something like that because obviously she's 14 um
0: and obviously. she's like
1: <laughs> obviously you could tell um, you could tell by the way it is you could tell by the way it is <laughs> so she's like what's wrong like you seem so sad and then she's just like oh my god like thanks for asking and like basically indulges her whole life story to her. And this girl is Chloe, who we were the pre- enemy. Yes. Previously introduced as Marie's enemy via the Polaroid picture. Um, and- I hate her turtleneck and her oh, hair. I hate, yeah, it's not great. I hate her face. She has this like smirk on the whole time. It's just really annoying. Ugh. So she's like trying Do to you pretend hate her facial
0: expression.
1: Okay. I hate her facial expression, not her face, <laughs> whatever. <I see. laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to be nicer to the enemy yeah. um, so she's talking to Marigold, trying to like make her feel better, but like also truly at the same time, you can just tell that she just wants to get dirt on Marie because she thinks that. Whatever story Marigold's telling her, which is about her, is actually about Marie. Right. Because she, actual- <laughs> she says,
0: does this person's name start with an M? She yeah. She thinks it's Marie, but really it's Marigold. Yeah. All right. So now, and this is when she blows the bubbles in the milkshake, which exactly. is what I remember. Exactly. Which, again, not something a 14-year-old would do, something a 7 or 8-year-old would like do. just like a third grader would do that. Right. So anyway. So they get back to the house. Marigold asks Norton out. She gets the, she's bold. She does what she need. We stand it. But Norton kind of like runs away and hides.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Eddie goes to find him. The dad's like, I don't know what to do. Blah, blah, blah. And Eddie goes, put your little anxiety attack on hold. And I was like, oof. oof. That truly mental health in 2001. Put your you know anxiety what, attack on hold. You
1: know yeah. what I said? I said, sounds like a boomer if you ask me. me. Yes. <laughs> Is that not a well, thing a boomer would say? Well, he was
0: fourteen in two thousand one. No, he wasn't a boomer. But no,
1: he's not a boomer. He's no. a cusp millennial. Cusp, yeah. Right.
0: Fourteen in two thousand
1: one would mean that he was, at roughly 87, 20 years. 34. 80,
0: no, eighty seven. No, oh, okay. eighty six is the cutoff. So he's a cusp. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cusp millennial. He's a millennial. All right. Whatever. All right. So, hmm. not the time um, place, dude. Anyway, yeah. so, um. Eddie convinces the dad to go back to work with Marigold and they figure it out again. And I'm like, "My god, please don't deage at this moment. Please. I was so nervous." Seriously. Um and they do something and it's wrong. And the dad's like, "Hit undo, hit undo." And they, <laughs> then there's an undo button and they hit undo. So they hit undo. And so it undoes it. Um Amazing. and then we get upstairs, the doorbell rings and truly a hundred to 200 to 300. I don't even
1: know. I can't even it's estimate 132, according to oh, Colin.
0: Great. <laughs> 132 kids show up at their door for the band audition, which now by Chloe gets turned into a full on party. Yeah, that'd be. So now we have, they just figured it out, but they kind of mess it up and they're close to deaging aging again and 132 kids at the door. Which, like, Um, at this point, can't you just lock the door and not let them in? But it's a Disney, it's a DCOM, so the kids get let in the house. Yes, and there's always some sort of, like, teen party in a Disney Channel (laughs) original movie. Right, so now there's this giant party happening, and then there's an explosion from downstairs, And the kids are upstairs at the party and they hear the explosion. They're like, what the hell? And I'm like, how are you upstairs at this party when your parents are about to de-age and forever How are you
1: not there watching their every move? Well, you know, Colin was there and you know how Marie and Colin were flirting all weirdly. It's weird. So this is the exact
0: moment that my sister walks into the room (laughs) and she just starts she listens to the TV for 30 seconds and then she starts spewing questions at me, but I'm ignoring her because I'm listening and typing my comment. She goes, what's a poof point. And she goes, poof point must be magic. Sounds like magic. And I'm just (laughs) listening to the commentary and like, she's saying it to me, but also she goes, what's a poof point. She goes, poof point must be magic. Sounds like magic. And then she goes, wow, Disney used to make better things than they do now. (laughs) It's true. She's not wrong. And then, um, the, the daughter of the cooks is talking to Marie and she is Marie's like, you must be so lucky. Like your parents are normal. Like, and the girl's like, no, like my family is sick. Like she goes, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm so sick. There isn't a doctor on the planet who can cure me. And my sister goes, wow. It's like, she has coronavirus. And then my sister <laughs> leaves the room, drop the mic. That's all I get from her.
1: Her commentary is the only commentary I need. Wasn't that it was perfect? perfect? She goes,
0: poof point. Sounds like magic. Sounds must, like be magic. magic. <laughs> must be magic.
1: Also, sounds like your sister's like this like 12 year old that yeah, just like walked in the room. She's like, she's <laughs> not. Commentary? <laughs> no, she's not. She's 21. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Um, anyway, so yeah, so Lizzie's like yelling about her parents, and I was like, yes, Lizzie, let it out. We also um, get to like. These kids are like playing with all the stuff that's in the house, including this giant energy ball that gets like like tossed around the house. And then there's this kid who, like, they zoom in on him multiple times. And I can only think that he's a 14 year old stoner because he's he's a bra. He's a bra. Oh, I wrote Absolutely a a bra. He's just like, wow yeah the light. And the, like the he's just like gets, amazed by it the orb
0: gets stuck up his shirt and he is just <laughs> yes. like loving he's like vibing with it like a total bruh oh uh,
1: he loved it it was wild um so yeah they kill the energy ball that's a little irrelevant. they kill the orb the the parents come upstairs. At this point, they've deaged to seven. Right? I was just say yeah, we have a new deaging. We are now seven. And- yeah. So the
0: parents come upstairs on their scooters now, in the in the moms and in like, the overalls beep, beep, and like running yeah. through the whole house and everything. And basically, at this point, now that they're seven and the, they knew each other, they were friends. The movie is implying the parents knew each other their whole lives, which I loved. Yeah. So. Um. And so, enter the cooks, the Ugh. white family from across the street, who are like how could you do this? Like, this is like the last straw. My daughter would never be caught in a place like this. And they're like, we're going to call the cops. We're going to remove you from the neighborhood. Oh, they and do I was call like, the cops. <laughs> I feel so infuriated about this white woman telling, saying she's going to tell the cops to remove the only, only black, black family, family in the, the entire film. Ooh. So the only black family in the neighborhood and you have such a problem with them that you're going to tell the cops to remove them. Like what the fuck is my that? exact comment was,
1: yo, is this movie racist? Five question marks. The answer, um, is, the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I just, I was taken aback by that aspect I just, of it. The thing I was is, like, what the like, fuck? I just, I just think that whoever was
0: creating and producing the movie didn't realize, I hope. I don't think so either. That they were Basically saying they were going to forcefully remove the only family of color in the entire film. Because they were being like a nuisance to the neighborhood. Right. Like I feel like maybe the producers realized only like, oh yeah, they're like destroying stuff. So that's why why we're Mm -hmm. removing them. But that's not how it comes across if you think about it for even one
1: second. I was just going to say, if you think about it for more than a minute, like it's just, it's so So, bad.
0: Problematic that they didn't realize that and think, hmm, maybe that's the 30%. maybe but i don't have that much faith in Rotten tomatoes sure. either they should have restructured that or it could have been a film where the majority of people in the film were people of color and so then it's not an attack on the only family of color they like
1: also didn't have to like say they were going to evict them they could have right. just like like i the their thing was that they were like low key running an illegal lab in their basement like just say you're going to ask them to shut their lab down you don't have to kick them out of the neighborhood Right, there were multiple options of how they whatever. could have gone. With so this, I hated instead that. Instead, they went the racist route, right. which you don't love.
0: So then Lizzie steps forward and she's like, "Guys, parents, I am here, okay, and I'm mm-hmm. enjoying
1: myself." She's, and I was like, "Good for you." She's in support of the Bowers, which I love. um Anyway, so, they shut the party down. Yeah, and we head back downstairs, and and for um, whatever reason. Now that
0: they're downstairs, they realize that
1: that piece is missing. What at did we say it was called? Point in t- the vector modulator. The vector modulator. At some point in time before they de-aged to seven, I think it was Marie, uh, sorry, Marigold, who noticed that they like were looking at the blueprints and then the actual machine, and they mm-hmm. found out that one of the parts that was in the blueprints wasn't in the machine. So they're like, "Oh, we're missing something." Right. So that was like right before they de-aged, and so okay. they were trying to so get the, the, the kids seven year olds. Yeah. Yeah. So. All the kids for the party leave the house, and so
0: the four of them are just searching high and low for this part. Mm-hmm. And like, like the dad finds like candy under the couch cushions and tries it. I was like, same. It. I would have eaten it too. <laughs> um, and then the parents deage again. They haven't found it yet, and they deage right. Oh, yeah. And then turn, like, the kids are like trying to two, keep three. them. They turn two, two, I think. Yeah. And so now Marie and Eddie are trying to just keep them occupied because now they basically can't do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And they give them popsicles and. <laughs> One of them gets a purple and one of them... Oh, the dad gets a purple popsicle and the mom gets a red popsicle. I think and it's the other way around.
1: It's not relevant, but I think it's the other way around. Oh, no, it is relevant. This <laughs> is actually very important to me. Marini okay, so gets the The mom purple. gets purple. Oh, sorry, marigolds. marigolds yes. And the dad <laughs> gets, gets the red, one.
0: red. And she's like, I want the red one. And they're like, just eat what you have. And I'm like,
1: no, the red one obviously tastes much better than the purple one. This actually matters. See, I think that the dad asked for the purple one and that's why i thought it was silly because the red one was better and he has no. that. so when i'm remembering it in my head oh, no right maybe now, he is that he did whoever ask for the purple. was sitting you're on right. the left so which was marigold I mean, yeah and you're he right asked for the red she, one yes yeah he asked for the purple one
0: no i'm no it
1: doesn't <laughs> matter it does matter and I'm the thing almost is, if i almost positive Google that, this it's not gonna come up it's not no one's gonna, gonna have, no, have to like re-watch the movie i'm almost positive that the dad asked for the purple one and she's like no haha i want the purple one and then I he got the red wrong. and that's when i was like but dude you have the red one that one's better
0: i just i think you're wrong but it's fine it whatever it doesn't matter i'm the one who anyway. watched it more
1: recently but it's right. fine
0: so here's the thing all of a sudden the dog is playing with his toys and they find the vector modulator in the nick of time. They have like literally two minutes left before it goes off. They put the piece in, they get the parents ready to put them in the machine. And then uh, the dad's like, I have to
1: pee." And I said, I am Norton having to pee at the worst times. And I was like, never related. So, hard. so then
0: they were like going to take him to the bathroom. And I was like, dude, just let him pee his freaking pants. Like, I mean, at this point, yeah,
1: there's just be cares? like, just be like pee. Just Great. pee. As long as you're a 40-year-old who peed his pants, you know?
0: So they bring him to the bathroom and he goes and they have like 10 seconds left. They put them in the modulator. They press go. It's starting to get set up. And literally as they're poofing, it works. And they they uh, come back. So
1: nerve wracking.
0: And they are 40-year-olds again. And them and their children are bonding because now they
1: know all this stuff about each other. And it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It also... I thought like on first glance they should have rejoiced a little bit more on yeah. the immediate like realization that like they were back to being forty and like they, they had their parents a sheer back. Sheer relief. Yeah. They were like, oh oh okay it worked. And I was like, dude, you did it. Like you your parents didn't disappear forever. Like right. hello, do something. I don't know. And then we cut to the
0: very end, which is Eddie, like, in front of the blackboard again, like, being like, and then, like, you, you want to guess what happened next. And it's, like, him explaining that they're, like, using the time travel machine now because it works. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I you know, I just went and played music with Bob Marley.
1: and I was, was like, cute. how did they get to know Bob Marley so quickly? But listen, it was whatever. cute. It was cute. I really liked it. Um, All right. Were, like, Going in the happy family. I just, no, that was all just the happy family. I know, I loved it. And I'm very excited (laughs) to read my post-movie thoughts. Okay, go for it. I said, I
0: love this movie even more now than I did when I was younger. I appreciated the math so much and a lot of it actually made sense. Like I felt like they really had someone who was saying this math is like logical enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it was like at least remotely thought out. It wasn't just a random assortment of math stuff. I also loved seeing the parents act younger and all the age stereotypes and like the slang from like those different time periods that, that was cute. Um, and I said, like, I wonder why I got such low ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. My two ideas are the parents acting younger wasn't great. Um, and also maybe how math heavy it is that people like were intimidated. I don't know. Silly. Um, I said, if I wasn't a math person, I probably wouldn't have loved it as much. Also, my ending note is I really love the parents' relationship. They are goals. Like, they're just two genius nerds with each other. They think the other is hysterical, and they think themselves are hysterical, and they're just in their own, like, genius world, and I freaking love that so much. Love it! I love it so much. Oh, they were goals. That's I stand their goals. Goals, goals, it. goals. I'm glad goals. that it all worked ultimate, out.
1: Ultimate, ultimate, ultimate goals. Goals. All right. Give me your post movie thoughts. <laughs> okay. Um. I said, wow, a wild ride from start <laughs> to finish. Uh, I really enjoyed this one because I just, like I said earlier, I loved the whole family. Like I, usually, there's like one person who's kind of annoying, but like every member of this family, I enjoyed. Um. And it was super adorable how they were all able to learn from each other throughout this wild poof point. Process and like became closer as a family. Like at the very end, they all just seemed like more relaxed and they were barbecuing and like jamming out and having fun. It was just like so wholesome. Um, and I also appreciated how nerdy it was and how sciencey it was. And I like, I'm not sure if I remember loving that aspect of it as a kid, but, like, I, I think I do. Like, I liked kind of the sci-fi aspect of it from when I was, like, younger. I think that's when I, I don't know, I thought that stuff was cool. Um, I questioned why there were always wild parties in DCOMs, um, and I was also kind of glad that essentially the only other characters in the movie were the cooks, um, that, like, were high key shut down by their daughter. I was like, one, we don't need anybody else. Two, if we're gonna have people, like, let's call them out on something. Which, like, their daughter was just like, "This is fine. Like, shut up. Like, this family's great." Um, deaf, still racist though. Anyway, um, I feel like there was again, I felt like there was like a bunch bunch of stuff to not necessarily math bust here, but math check because like the movie was very clever and was like very with it in terms of the math stuff. Like, it was it was very thought out, and I I thought that was great. I loved that,
0: and I will end with saying yes. I did get through this entire episode wearing these hot pink eyelash glasses, and I wouldn't have had it any other way.
1: I I wouldn't (laughs) have had it any other way. I wouldn't have either. I'm glad that's what I got to look at this entire time was your face. I look smarter.
0: What do you think?
1: Um, Both smarter and more stylish because those (laughs) lashes. Thank you. Oh Oh my God. god.
0: You love to see it. All right. So folks, we hope that you are enjoying this in quarantine, listening to our banter and our movie, uh, review. Yes. Um, please follow us on Instagram. Send us messages. We really enjoy it so much. Clearly. We get, like, yes. So excited. Can every time we get a message, like
1: from like the two DMS that we got for this week, uh, we loved them. So, so just so please, do that more. <laughs> um,
0: so, our handle is at Disney plus or minus all spelled out um we're also very close to integrating our um listener pre movie thoughts, so please send yes. us we're we're gonna um we're still the last thing we're trying to figure out is how to reveal what the movie is to people that are going to do that
1: yeah without thought, so. without taking away the clue aspects because right. you all love that so much um. Right. But yeah, make sure that you go to anchor.fm slash Disney plus or minus to leave those voice memos. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at Disney plus or underscore. And please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and Apple subscribe. Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts slash our podcast. Um, we hope that you're all staying safe and that your families are all well. And we're excited for yeah, this so Yes, stay one. healthy. Um, and this is Natalie signing off how she's holding her glasses like a nerd (laughs) says the girl who actually is wearing glasses because she needs them um and this is i guess danielle also holding her glasses and signing off signing off bye everyone (laughs) bye